Well, a quack quack, a honk honk, and a vroom vroom to you. Good evening, and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 1035. And make sure you download that free iHeartRadio app. You can get Twin Cities News Talk and Outdoor Adventures anytime, anywhere on your smart device. I'm Stan Poggle, and I'm always joined by my good friend, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak, who... Sounds like he's a little pooped out here today. So how are we doing, buddy? You had a big day up there at uh, the old Camp Confidence event today. Yeah, yeah. You got to turn your volume up. I can hardly hear you. But, yeah, we had uh, we had a uh, uh, hundred and some guide boats and, and participants, two guys in each boat. I had a pontoon with the, with some grade school kids, uh, 10 years old. Uh, we were, they, were, they were in a youth group, and they were bass fishing. And I'll tell you what, these little kids were from Pequot Lakes, these two young fellers, and I'll tell you what, they these two little guys were some of I I, I couldn't fish. I was I was their coach. Mm-hmm. These two little guys are unbelievable. I mean, these two little kids, they had their own rods, their own bait, and I mean, they I gave them little pointers here and there, and these kids probably caught oh ten or fifteen large ball bass. I believe they took uh, it was either first or second, but these little fellers. They were good. They, I mean, if they, they, these two keep up what they're doing, you will be hearing their names in the in the future. Wow, they're they, that they, good, huh? Geez, it takes a lot to impress you. I mean, I put on some fishing clinics when I've been out with you before, but uh, to get uh, uh, accolades like that, that that takes a lot. No, these two little guys. I mean, it, and we had a big storm come in, so we had to run in, and they, they could only weigh three fish, and. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what; these little guys are sharp. I mean, they they put their time on. And I says to the one kid, I says, uh, oh, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" He says, "I want to be a professional guide and a tournament fisherman and this and that." And I said to the young fellow, "I says, well, you probably should find a rich girlfriend so she can buy you a truck and a boat." And the little fellow looks right over at me and he says, "I got one." He said, ah, "He's got it figured out." Then everybody wants a woman like that, right? Oh, you bet. And I says, "Well." I said, being a fishing guide, I said, you ain't going to be a millionaire. I said, I've been doing it all my life. And I said, uh, you don't get rich being a fishing guide. I said, you're going to be a pro pro fisherman or whatever. But I'll tell you what, what a great event. We had a big meal last night at the camp. Uh, they had silent auctions and this and that. And today we had the tournament. We left at 7 o'clock. And, oh, I mean, Bob and them guys, that, that contest has been running for 35 years. It's probably one of the longest. Well, it is the longest contest. We were talking with Ron Linder. He, he came up yesterday and today, and I got to sit down and talk with Ron for a oh, half hour. And, uh, yeah, he said it's the longest-running tournament that he knows of. It is a great one. Check him out at CampConfidence.com. And I, I just sent off a link to Bob Slaybaugh there who's running the deal, and hopefully we'll get some pictures back from him. And we will post those on our Facebook page. You can search Outdoor Adventures. Uh, plenty of fun stuff on there. If you haven't checked it out in the last few days, uh, I told you about this. I know you already knew about this, Kudak. But we had that uh, storm, I believe, what was it, uh, Wednesday or Thursday night. And we had some, like, 60-mile-an-hour winds come through Lake Minnetonka area. And, boy, oh, boy, did we have some dock damage at my place and Boats were bouncing around like uh, little uh, bobbers on the lake and took out some dock sections, and unfortunately one guy's boat even sank, uh, was held on by the ropes, but it was definitely underwater. So 
not a not a fun time. So if you're out there on uh, Minnetonk and you had some damage, I feel for you because uh, probably not going to be uh, the easiest thing to get a boat technician and or a uh, boat uh, restorer uh, this time of the year. Yeah, well, we had we had storms uh, yesterday, or yeah, yeah, we had a little storms yesterday. Today we had a good one roll in, a lot of lightning, but it you know it was about an hour and it was gone, so everybody kind of took cover and and. Uh, Turned out to be a real good tournament. Uh, you know, good people come up there. I mean, it's a fun time, and we're going to try to see if we can't get some more guides next year. We were we almost were short, but we ended up getting everything taken care of. But you know, in Malax, they had a big tournament there. I haven't heard the results there. They had a big bass tournament there again, and you know, they 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 got three walleye tournaments every weekend, two bass tournaments on the lake. You know, pretty soon they're going to come up and say, well, there's so many fish dying and this and that. What do you get with them all the permits for? Yeah, well, that's I mentioned that last week. You know, we, we talk about how we want to keep some fish, and obviously, you know, and in your opinion, you know, and I, I agree probably a lot of them do not die because, one, they're uh, getting them in, they're getting them out real quick in those tournaments. But at the same time, you have a lot of fishing pressure, and especially with the bass, you're probably getting, you know, a lot of recatches as well. And I, I, I just don't see when they're already having issues or supposed issues, depending on who you listen to and, and some of the reports you read, why they would, uh, you know, allow, uh, I guess, not necessarily a true harvest, but uh, harvesting them out of the lake and putting them back in anyway. Well, you know, I've been up there doing this bass deal, and you know that Blacks is the number one bass lake in the world. They claim and this and that. Well, you know, you go to them Axis, and they're they're all bass. Majority of them are bass boats. They're from out of state. I mean, I I ran into guys from Nebraska, Oklahoma. I mean, they're from all over. Well, you know, the bass are they're good, and they catch them. But fishing them on the bed, which is to me the worst thing they can do is fish a fish on his bed. They should. Close the season down until that fish is off the bed. So they I mean they're they're just going to ruin that resource, and you know pretty soon it's going to be the fisherman's fault, and it's going to be. A, but you know what? They got the they got the college degrees. I guess they know better than than us guys do. Because well, yeah, because they they read it in a book somewhere, and they read some scientific studies, so they know everything now. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. But we have some more uh, possible controversial topics coming up. A little bit later in the show, I mentioned this to you off air, Kudak. Uh, now they're talking about less fish up on Lake of the Woods, and they're going to be getting input on that. That just started here a few days ago, so you can go to the DNR website and uh, weigh in on that, but we'll have more information on that. But talking about uh, cutting some limits as far as the total limit for the daily limit, and also uh, basically it's a two-fish limit there during the fall and spring runs. Now they're talking about not having uh, having a no limit, just catch and release all uh, only up there. So that that'll definitely uh, get some people fired up as well, I'm sure. Well, you know, I'm coming to the conclusion the politicians don't want to do nothing. And we got too many tree huggers, and the tree huggers are getting you know, put in for the politicians. So they want to raise your taxes on all this stuff so they can get more money and screw the public is what it's coming down to. They don't care about the you know pretty soon. If nobody buys a license, they ain't having a job. But yeah. I mean, the, the sportsman, the hunter, you know, the guy that's buying a four wheeler license, the snowmobile license, you know, they're 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 jabbing them every time yep. they can. I mean, 
Give us taxes. Give us taxes. You know what? Let's build some casinos in this state and, and take and pay, use that for our tax basis. Oh like boy, that's things. that's a whole another that's a whole another uh, full hour or a full episode of outdoor adventures if we do that. I think if we get into the casino well, debate. It, it might be it might be three days, but <laughs> you know what? The politicians, as far as I'm concerned, they ain't doing their jobs. The DNR ain't doing their jobs. Well, I welcome mean, to the party. I think most people probably agree with you on that. And I mean, I talked with some of these guys up there that've been in the fishing industry for for many many years, very knowledgeable. And we were sitting there last night talking, and, and you know, the, everybody agreed on the same deal. You know, and, and you talked earlier about, you know, they're going to take the wolves off the unprotected list. They should never put the wolves on the protected list. They should have had open season on them for a long time. Yeah, well, you mentioned tree huggers. Have you ever hugged a tree, though? I mean, I like it rough. Those oak trees feel great. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> the secretary tells me that she keeps on hitting you all the time. <laughs> Uh, so we'll get into those uh, topics. We're definitely going to be chatting about the uh, new regulations being discussed. Um, nothing set in stone yet. It's it's not happening tomorrow or anything, folks. So don't uh, get your undies too or undies too bundled up at this point. But it is definitely something you're going to want to keep an eye on. And if you'd like to uh, weigh in on it, you can always give us a call as well at six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. We'll be discussing that in the final segment here coming up. At about 5.45 today. But we got to take a quick break. And next, Kudak, our good friend Nancy Kep is going to be joining us. And she has been involved in so many things. She does. Uh, she's on, uh, I think, Fish Addictions deal. She does, does uh, uh, things with the kids. Uh, they got the Minnewaska Fishing League, high school leagues up there. Um, she's been doing some tournaments as well. And uh, a lot of things, if you're uh, heading up to the Alexandria, Glenwood areas, We'll have some reports uh, with her uh, as far as uh, how things have been going there, and we'll do that next when Outdoor Adventures continues on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. You say you were wrong to ever leave me alone, and now you're sorry, you're lonesome and scared. And you say you'd be happy if you could just come back home. Well, here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. We're back with more outdoor adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Stan Poggle and Chris Kudak here on Outdoor Adventures. We'll get into the uh, new regs being discussed. Uh, it's in the beginning stages, but uh, word up at Lake of the Woods, possible regulation changes there. But we're going to head a bit south and west of there and uh, head to the Alex and Glenwood area to see what's happening in that neck of the woods. We have our good friend Nancy Kep on the line. And Kudak, I, I was just talking to her off the air. We we have to change how we address Miss Kep now. Did you know that? Change who? We have to change the way we address Nancy now. We can't just call her Nancy Kep anymore. We have to call her Coach Kep, I, I understand, from now on. Well, I thought maybe she would. We, we, we'd have to call her Princess Kep. Oh, that's <laughs> even better. I like that one, Nancy. I don't, because I don't wear pink. <laughs> well, how, how are things uh, up in your neck of the woods? It's nice to chat with you again. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been busy, really busy, but things are good. 
Well, it sounds like you're involved in uh, everything but the knitting, local knitting club, and maybe you're even involved with that, it sounds like. Uh, no. No. Well, uh, you're definitely a great fisherman, and you've been passing along a lot of your uh, fishing knowledge, which is great. Uh, first of all, let's uh, get a report for the listeners out there. How have things been in the Alexandria, Glenwood, that neck of the woods? How have things been this spring and early summer? You know, it started out slow, but Minnewaska and Reno have been doing really well. Um, walleyes are a little bit harder to find on Minnewaska than they are on Reno. I'm not, I'm not sure how Reno stays so plentiful in its walleye population, but they do. Um, it's amazing the size that comes out of there and the fish, the fishery that it is. It's really amazing. Um, Minnewaska, it, you know, like I said, they're kind of tough to find right now, but if you look, they're, uh, they're there. They're definitely there. Well, you know, dynamite always works. It does. It sure does. <laughs> yeah, dynamite in the net. Well, how is uh, how's how's your tournament? You get that you getting that all lined up, ready to go, and your kids yep. your kids program. You got a lot of them coming up. Oh, I got lots of stuff going on. Yes, um, I just started a high school fishing week. Um, so that was our Monday nights. We have league. So last Monday was our second night of fishing league. So I got twenty three kids involved and. I get boat captains for each boat, and we go out um, every Monday night from six to nine, and we mul- we we alternate each week. One week it's just bass, and then the next week it's multi-species, and we go by length. So they get one point if it's uh, twelve to fourteen, if it's fifteen to sixteen, they get two points, and just kind of goes up from there. Now, is this something, Nancy? That's just I'm guessing probably more in its infancy stage. Is this? It's not like, uh, I guess, would you say sponsored by the high school league? Is this just something you're kind of doing on your own, or is it? Uh, does the state help out with it at all? Or they they do not. This is something that we're doing on our own. Um, the Minnesota State High School League was supposed to vote this March to see if they could actually make it a actual sport, like trap is in high school, um, but they did not because they were having some issues with uh, boat captains. And if they could um, be you know, doing background checks on all the boat captains sure. and all of that stuff, and they got into into some realities there, so they've kind of put that off for a little bit, and they're doing more research on what to do with that. But I think by next year it will be a official high school sport. Well, let's hope so, because I know with the clay uh, target leagues and stuff, that's that's really taken off well with, oh, the, with the high school. Yeah, they just had a state trap shoot. They always do it in Alexandria. And, and the number of people and towns and schools that, I mean, just come through Glenwood to get up there. It's just crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it's a good thing, you know, because not all of us uh, can be great athletes, and I, I'm one of them. So, you know, if there's something else you can uh, excel in and have some fun and uh, meet some friends, it's it's a great yep. thing for the kids. Yep, absolutely. So, so for these so is this something that's just in your area, or are there more chapters out there oh, uh, in the metro? Or? Yeah, there's so many different schools have started leagues now. Um, there's actually what we're doing in, in our like section of the state. It's a tri-county cooperative, a cooperative that has like the western division of the state. Um, so they're doing their own. They call it the Heart of the Lakes League. So okay. anybody from our school, um, there's Campbellton, duh. Bertha Hewitt, Brainerd, Detroit Lakes, Barnesville, Moorhead. I mean, there's so many different schools, you know, kind of in that whole section 
that get to compete against each other on league nights. So this Wednesday night actually is they have a Southern Division and a Northern Division. So we're in the Southern Division. So this will be our first actual league night for the Heart of the Lakes League. Um, and anybody from Minnewaska can go to these leagues and fish and um, compete for first place. Yeah, Nancy, I got uh, Bob Slaybus and his partner tomorrow on Mille Lacs. They're fishing okay. for the Bass Masters. Sure. Uh, we go out at 7 tomorrow morning, and I think we fish till 3, but they can only weigh five fish, I guess. And uh, I get to be their captain. But the worst part of this whole thing, being a captain or a coach, you can't fish. <laughs> right. So I can take them to the spot. So they, them little guys can fish. I get to sit there and twiddle my thumbs. <laughs> yep. It's drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, we actually have our first tournament um, for the Lund Rapala Student Angler Trail that they have. The first stop is on Minnetonka on Friday. So I'm leaving with my kids on Wednesday, um, and then we'll fish Wednesday afternoon, evening, pre-fish Thursday, and then the tournament's on Friday. So well, I geez, I just happen to have some free time Wednesday, Thursday, and possibly even Friday, Nancy. So Perfect. if you want to jump in the boat. I would definitely uh, be up for that. That'd be fun. Heck, yeah. Um, yeah, it should be interesting. I guess there's 150 high school kids, or 150 boats, let me say, 150 boats that will be fishing this tournament on Minnewaska on Friday. Wow. So, so yeah, that's on Minnewaska or Minnetonka? Minnetonka. I, okay. I can see you would stand in a boat on Minnetonka. Here comes Lord Fletcher's. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, um, they come to Minnewaska in August. I think it's the uh, 9th, 10th, 11th, somewhere in there. And how do people get more information on this, Nancy, if they got a kid in your area or just want to kind of get more information if maybe, you know, there might be people out there listening that say, hey, this this would be a good thing for, you know, start something up on Minnetonka or start something up uh, down south or wherever. Yep, absolutely. Get a hold of your athletic directors. That's probably where I would start um, once you get them on board and involved. Um, I was very fortunate because the superintendent likes me a lot. Um, so when I went to go talk to the athletic director about starting the league and, you know, explaining to him what we were all going to do and being the coach and everything, um, the superintendent walked in and was like, hey, Nancy, what are you up to? And Mr. Mills was like, well, she wants to start this and start that. And he's like, yep, we're on board. Let's go. Sign us up. That is awesome. <laughs> so, I only ended up in the superintendent's office once, and it wasn't very. It wasn't as fun, <laughs> probably, as your experience. So. It wasn't for fishing? No, it was not, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, so the high school fishing league, you're doing that. Uh, we got a couple of minutes here, um, but there's plenty of things we still want to chat with you about. And one is uh, the hydro wave. We'll get into that a little bit later because I think that'll be a fun thing to uh, wrap things up. But you also do uh, the becoming an outdoors woman program, and that's that's more of a state program, is it not? Correct. That's through the Minnesota DNR and the women who. Um, are interested or sign up for the program, actually do it through the website. It's called Becoming an Outdoor Woman. And there's, I mean, there's tons of different events that they have throughout the whole calendar year that women can sign up for. And so you you go out and do the hunting, the fishing, uh, whatever, whatever you do outdoors. Right. I just signed up to do the fishing. Um, they asked me if I'd wanted to be a hunting mentor, and I told them I'd love to, but I just don't have the time. Um, so, like, my program that I did this last weekend in Glenwood, um, the women sign up Friday night. We just kind of meet each other um, and get to know each other. And then Saturday morning, um, I had 18 women this year, so I, I did kind of a, a split 
session where in the morning I talked to one group of girls. Uh, we talked just talked about walleyes, and I explained walleye fishing and walleye tactics. Um, explained the actual walleye itself so they get to understand the features and what the walleye does, what they like, that kind of thing. Um, and then the other set of girls went fishing. So I had some guides that were nice enough to help me out, and they took the girls fishing. So oh, they're some such of them nice guys. Never caught a walleye before. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was really. It was really fun. That's awesome. Becoming an Outdoors Woman, another great program that our friend Nancy, the coach cap, is uh, involved with. We'll get into more of that. Uh, so if you're a lady out there and uh, maybe you uh, haven't ever hunted, haven't ever fishing, fished, and this is a great way for you to get involved and uh, be with uh, your fellow ladies and uh, make it a little more enjoyable as far as the learning process, because I know us guys can be uh, a little harsh sometimes when it comes to uh, teaching things. So we'll uh, continue with Nancy Kep here uh, on Outdoor Adventures. Chris Kudak, I'm Stan Poggle. We'll be back after the break. Now every time I roll them dice, I'd win. And I was just getting ready to roll them again. When I heard something behind me, I turned around in there with a big old cop. He said, hello, boy. Then he gave us a grin and said, look like I'm going to have to haul y'all in and keep all that money for evidence. I said, well, son, when you hot, you hot. He said, yeah, when you hot, you hot. Into the second half of Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. You can download that free iHeartRadio app and search Outdoor Adventures. Click the follow button. You'll never miss another episode. Uh, for some of you, that may be great. For others, it could be a little painful, too. But uh, download that free iHeartRadio app, and uh, you can find Outdoor Adventures and Twin Cities News Talk there anytime. And uh, check out all our great guests we've had over here in the last what, two, three years. We've been doing this now, Kudak. Have we been putting up with you that long? I, I think we, we've been doing it for just over three years now. That's a lot of babysitting you've had to do over the years. Yes, it has. I babysit you deer hunting opener, you know, fishing opener. I'm glad you find uh, you finally got a fiance and she could take care of you. Oh, let's not even go there. But we are chatting with our good friend uh, Nancy, the coach cap. Now we have to uh, refer to who we're by, and uh, she's in the Lake Minnewaska area. Uh, we chatted about the high school fishing leagues and now kind of continuing with the Becoming an Outdoors Woman. And, I mean, this is everything from archery to fishing to hunting to you know, hunting mushrooms to whatever it sounds like. Oh, yeah. They got snowshoeing. I mean, turkey hunting. It, I mean, it's it's a great program for women who, you know, are interested in getting in the outdoors, but they don't want to invest in something and, you know, like turkey hunting. You know, a lot of women want to do it, but do they want to get the blind and the gun and, the, you know, all the camel and everything that needs to go with to buy, you know, to get turkey, to go turkey hunting. And, you know, a lot of people, the mentors that are out there will supply all of that for the women so they can go actually see if it's something they like and if it is you know then further invest in the sport but so it's, and this it's a is great some, program and this is something that's pretty much statewide i mean it's not just limited here either to the metro or out state i mean they have different programs in different areas right yes it's statewide yep. so. and, and you know it's it's really a good deal because yeah i like to see the gals you know we we when i did camp confidence here today you know there was a lot of the guys and you know there was i think there was about eight or nine gals that were guiding which nice. is good to see and they you know and they're good fishermen i you know i know i don't feel very well and you know what it's, it's good to see the girls getting out there and the young kids with their with their kids i mean we had we had a lot of a lot of you know moms out there with their kids fishing and i mean it's, that's good to see 
Yep, absolutely. Okay, so where do they get, is that just on the DNR site then, Nancy, they can go for that Becoming yep. an Outdoors Woman? Or? Yep, just go on the Minnesota DNR website, and uh, they have a tab, and it will say Becoming an Outdoor Woman, and you can just click on it. It will list all the different events that they have going on throughout the whole year, and you can sign up for them, and it's it's a great a great venue that they do for them. And uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about, Nancy, uh, it's been a while since I've been up there fishing, unfortunately. Uh, summer is a busy, busy time for me, but uh, the walleye challenge is coming up. It's a ways away, but people should probably get uh, signed up for that, I'm sh- I'm guessing, early, because it's uh, been going on a while, from what I understand. Yeah, it's already too late. I'm full. I have my 50 boats. Um, okay. We take it's in September, um, but every year, June 1st, it gets open to the public. I always allow the people that fish it uh, like a month and a half to sign up for it, mm-hmm. and then I open it up to the public, so... So what else do you have going on that day? I mean, do you got like a full weigh-in or is it like photo and release tournament or what? Right now it's a full weigh-in. I'm 90% sure next year I'm going to just do a catch photo release format just because of the walleye population in Glenwood around Minnewaska. Um, But we have Saturday we have a ride and drive with Lund boats. They come down and we do a little ride and drive event. After the weigh-in on Saturday I do a kids fishing clinic. So a bunch of the pros that are there that are fishing, we all get together and do this kids' fishing clinic for them where they get some free rods and reels and tackle and shirts, and it's a good a good event for the kids to come to. And, and what's the date on that, Nancy? Uh, September 9th and 10th. Well, maybe we'll send Stan out there to do a little little coverage and he can sing for you. Hey, heck yeah, he could be my MC. I would uh, be up go. for that, but then I, I got to touch Kudak how to run this. I Camp Confidence this weekend. Uh, boy, was that a treat. Nice. And I was going to guide that, but I told uh, Brett McComas, asked me if I wanted to be a guide, and I said, you know what? I said, that's the one weekend I have in June that I have nothing going on. So I yeah. unfortunately had to turn them down. Yeah, you're a given person. you got to take some time for yourself, too, and uh, yeah. wind down a little bit. So speaking of that, uh, if you – actually had a chance to just go out and, you know, maybe crack a couple cool ones and, and have some fun on the lake? or Actually, I did last night. My son Evan and I, um, who's 17, you know, and when the 17-year-old still wants to go fish with his mom on a Saturday night, heck yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, <laughs> so we had, a little, we had a little walleye competition. I lost um, 10 to 6 by the end of the night, but... We still had fun. I'm guessing you probably gave him a little bit of a uh, little bit of an advantage. You probably didn't try as hard as you could, right? Well, I told him he had the good side of the boat. <laughs> there you <Did> go. You... <laughs> Did you make sure that he cleaned the fish, though, Nancy? Actually, we threw them all back. Oh well, that's even better yet. <laughs> but he would he would have cleaned them for me because I don't know how to clean fish. So you I don't know how to clean fish. What the heck? How'd you I get know, away I with have... doing that all these years? Because when I grew up, my dad either cleaned them for me or my brother cleaned them for me, and I asked to learn how to do it, and they both told me, no, I'll just do it for you. Well, I think Kudak's right then. (laughs) Screw that coach nickname. It's a princess from now on. (laughs) Well, I told you. We we were talking about Nancy uh, a while back, and all the good things she does, and all good, you know, she's a nice lady and this and that. I said, that's the princess. Yeah, they, they all agree. All the guys agree with me. Yep, she is. That this coach deal, that ain't going over. Yeah, you're gonna need a bigger whistle, I guess, to uh, convince us with that, uh, Nancy. But I one last thing I wanted to wrap up. I thought this would be kind of fun. I noticed something on a, 
you had posted the other day and just getting kind of some opinions is this uh and i don't even know if these are legal here in minnesota i know there's probably been a lot of controversy with that but this hydro wave the fish call deal where it makes was it make noises or just make waves or how does that work i think it makes like a vibration sound in the water that attracts the fish so is it kind of like yeah, the sound? Got, I've had one for five years, and I use I've used it, and they and they do work. Do they work just for bass or for walleyes? No, they work for walleyes. They work for bass and walleyes. I I was I think I was the first one on the pro staff back many years ago when they come out with it. And I, I matter of fact, I think I believe I got two of them here, and I've used them, and I'll tell you what, they do work. So are you using one right now? Mark Mark Quartz uses it all the time. I know. Yep, I know. He's a firm believer. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I don't know if I the, believe it. A lot of the bass guys down south use them. Okay. I mean, is it a special wave that creates a certain vibration? Because I mean, if I'm uh, you know out in the boat, I might have some Snoop Doggy Dog or Jay Z going. <laughs> you know, I mean that produces vibrations in the water too, and I never catch a dang thing. <laughs> That's because you can't see your bobber. <laughs> No, I'm not that bad, but it, it is it is kind of interesting. So they are legal, I take it. Then, well, I guess I shouldn't take Kudak's word for it if he's using it because he probably does a few other illegal things during the week too. <laughs> but you know, Mark Quartz is from Minnesota, so obviously they have to be legal because he uses his mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah, no, you can you can use them. They are legal. So it's some type of just a wave in the water. I don't know. I, I guess it could work. I think it probably depends on the day and the time and, and your luck, too. I, I just I just don't know if it would make that much of a well, difference, in my opinion. I wonder if, I mean, if it works so good, everybody should have one. Well, that's what I would think. I mean, you'd think, right? you, I, I mean, I've heard of them before, but it's not something that, you know, it's it's like the latest, greatest thing that you always, you know, like, for example, let's right. just say a Vexlar. Everybody knows who fishes has heard of a Vexlar, used a Vexlar, has a Vexlar. But you'd think if it would help that much that, that it would be a, a more out there, I guess. I don't even know if I've ever seen one in a store. Not that I particularly look for them, but. Right. My buddy bought a boat uh, with it on, and he, he's like, I really don't think I want it. And that's where he was like, you want to buy it for me? And I was like, God, you know, and that was hence my post on Facebook. I'm like. Are they worth it? Are they not? You know, but Mark Quartz, what was he, Angler of the Year two years ago? Yep, yep, yep. He won a few tournaments, use it. I mean, you you look at a lot of the a lot of the bass guys down south. A lot of them guys, are they swear by it. Yeah. Huh. So it is something, huh? I'll have to look into that a little bit more. I, personally, I'm, I'm waiting for a uh, mermaid fish call myself. <laughs> They haven't come up with that yet. Yeah, when they come up with that one, I'm definitely buying one of those. <laughs> well, throw they, a case of beer in the lake, Stan, you'll catch one. What's that? Just throw a case of beer in the lake, you'll catch one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything uh, Anything uh, last minute here uh, you want to touch on, Nancy? Uh, throw out your website, all that good stuff, too. Yep, um, you can catch us online at kepsbait.com. We have up-to-date fishing reports on there. Um, you can go to that, or you can also go to our Facebook page, Kep's Bait. Usually we try to post some fun pictures, interesting stories, um, the best catch of the week, all that good stuff on that page. Um, otherwise, give us a call in Glenwood, 634-4660. We're open seven days a week, um, and we have all sorts of bait, everything that you need.
Well, it's always fun time chatting with you, Nancy, and definitely, seriously, uh, I'll try to get a hold of you either Thursday or Friday because I probably have a little bit of free time, and uh, maybe okay. we can meet yeah. up at the lake because I'm usually out at that lake anyway all the time. So, okay, I'll be around Absolutely. somewhere. Sounds good. All right, that is uh, Nancy Kep from uh, Kep's Bait in uh, Glenwood, and uh, she joined us here for the last couple segments. If you missed any part of it, you can always go uh, to uh, Outdoor Adventures on the iHeartRadio app. Search Outdoor Adventures. And you can download the podcast and listen to that later. She's part of a lot of things. They got the big walleye challenge tournament coming up in September. She's part of the high school fishing league. And if you're a lady wanting to get into the outdoors, check out the Becoming an Outdoors Woman uh, program on the DNR website as well. And that uh, hydrowave conversation, that was kind of fun too. But Kudak, we have to get into after the break here, uh, Lake of the Woods, they're... Uh, discussing some new regulations as far as uh, bag limits and catch and release and all that stuff. So I think this one is going to hit a lot more people, I think, uh, than maybe uh, the DNR thinks. Oh, I believe that they're going to have a little uproar up there with the, with the boys up there. And I'm going to try to get next week, we're going to try to get Tommy Briggs on the radio next week. And we're, we're, we'll figure out what Tommy's got to say about that. Yeah, another good one uh, would be uh, J.P. Tessier to get him on as well because he's up in that area. He does some guiding and all that. But it it is interesting. Uh, basically, they're looking at uh, changing uh, the total uh, limit for the day uh, out there uh, both winter and summer and then also uh, changing it during those special spring and fall seasons when, you know, all us city down here, we like to head up there and uh, enjoy the – fruits of our labor up there at lake of the woods and uh, reel in a couple keepers and and uh that may be going by the wayside which i i think was really going to probably you know not make the resort ha- uh owners happy the resort owners as well as the guides up there probably isn't going to go over too well i would think with them well you look what they did to malax what they start they started with uh you know three fish you know we had six then they go to three yeah, you know they're going to do the same thing. To, you know the same thing what they did the locks up there, and if them people stand for it, they're crazy. Well, we will get into that. Uh, always fun to get Kuda going, and I'm sure we will, and uh, probably get myself going here a little bit too. So we'll be back to wrap up, uh, and we'll chat those uh, new regulations being uh, discussed up at Lake of the Woods when Outdoor Adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 11:30 FM 103.5 and the free iHeartRadio app. Straight to night. She'll start thinking about him, then she's ready to fight. Blames her broken heart on every man inside. On a straight to night. One final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. I want to remind you again download that free iHeartRadio app. You can search Twin Cities News Talk. And listen to any of the great programs here on the radio anywhere in the world on that free IR radio app. Also search our show, Outdoor Adventures, and you can click the follow button. And uh, anytime we post some new content, you will get a notification letting you know that there's some new audio up there for you to listen to. And, you know, Kudak and I, we're not that computer savvy, so we don't uh, bug you a whole lot. It's just that one uh, show a week, you get a little notification Telling you that we did a new show, and uh, in case you missed any part of it, we had a great chat with our friend Nancy, the coach, uh, Princess Kep, up there at Minnewaska, uh, talking about women's programs, uh, high school leagues, getting kids involved in the outdoors. So that's a great uh, 
source of information there. You can go back and listen to that if you missed any part of that. And uh, to wrap things up here today, Kuduk, I just uh, noticed here today, but uh, Lake of the Woods, of course, uh, big, uh, big, uh, a lot of people travel up there to do some fishing and hunting and all that good stuff. But the DNR now are seeking input. Uh, Now uh, it doesn't say how long they're going to be taking input. I'll try to find that here in a minute. But the plan outlines the proposed five-year fish population objectives and fishery management action and incorporates the recommendations of the 14-member Lake of the Woods Fisheries Input Group. They have met uh, five times since December of uh, last year, so basically it looks like they've been meeting once a month. But they're uh, proposing some possible changes in the daily limits, and I'm sure this will uh, get you going right away uh, after uh, what's kind of been going up in your neck of the woods here as of late. Well, you know, they've, they, they've screwed up Mille Lac so bad, and, it, you know, they said there's no fish there. Well, the guys are out there whacking. They're fishing bass, but they're catching more walleyes than they are bass. And, it's you know, our, our DNR... I, I, I really hate to say it because I got some buddies that work for the DNR and they're good guys. Yep. They need to clean house and start over. They need to get somebody in there that's a sportsman, that's a hunter. They need a governor that's a sportsman and a hunter. Well, and, I think that's partly just Congress in general. I think the last time I remember hearing or reading was, what is it, like 15 or 20% of, of the Minnesota legislature either hunts or fish. So one in five. Now, they're running that. Now, they're not directly running it, but they're appointing the people. Well, if let, let's just say uh, let's just say we're talking uh, Internet technology and somebody comes up to you or I who are not uh, very uh, uh, flush in the Department of Internet technology and they say, hey, Stan, you know, or hey, Kudak, we got this great deal and this is really going to help your web traffic. And well. We're not smart enough to know the difference whether they're blowing smoke up our rears or not. So if these guys aren't sportsmen that are in our legislature, any any Joe Blow that can cast the line and catch a bullhead can can blow enough uh, information their way, and they don't know the difference either or. Exactly. I mean, you, you, you look what they did to, you know, our, our DNR hasn't really done a lot for us. I mean, we don't, don't we have the right to hunt and gather, and I mean, that's why these buy these licenses. I mean, we're, we're in 2018. Yep. I mean, you know, you can get into it with the, with the netting and then get in with this and this. I mean, we could we could talk and have guests on our, our show for the next six months and do the pros and cons, and our DNR have not done a whole lot for, for the state of Minnesota. I and mean, I it's... It, it, it's terrible. And I don't get it either because they unfortunately say there's there's less people hunting and fishing in the state, but it seems like the regulations keep cutting that um, bag limit down. So let's just go through it here real quick because we're running out of time. But for that great spring fishing that you know I went and was a part of here a couple of years ago um, on Four Mile Bay in the Rainy River, that's from March 1st through April 14th. Now the current limit for walleye and saugers is a combined limit of two under 19 and a half. Now the proposed regulation that'll call for simply just a catch and release only. So yeah. those people like myself that, you know, the walleye fishing isn't that great in my neck of the woods and I like to catch a couple and 
you know, I'm not saying I want to have to keep 10 of them, but it is nice when you drive seven freaking hours each way. So you're putting two days worth of driving on. It is, it is a nice little bonus to eat a meal of walleye one night while you're up there, you know, and have a shore lunch or whatever. Well, here, here's the deal. So they're going to do that. So now they're going to drive the people. People won't go up there, just like they don't go to Malak. So they're not going to go up there. And now the businesses are going to be hurt. Well, these guys don't care because they're getting a paycheck. They they raise their, our taxes. They raise our, our, our four-wheeler taxes, our license. And just like they did a couple of years ago, and we talked about it, I said, they're going to raise all our taxes, our license fees. And to, in a month or six months or a year, they're going to get a raise. Did, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else. We pay more and get less. They're getting they're getting paid off our license fees off of this. I mean, they're they're getting a the paycheck. They don't care about these businesses or, or or stores or bait dealers or or fishermen. I mean, I, I I got a pilot's license. I'm a licensed captain to run a launch, and you know my business went from really good business to really crappy business. Do they care? They don't care. Yeah, they could care less. Yeah, so let's continue here. Uh, we got a couple of minutes to go. The second proposed regulation would change the winter fishing regulation. Uh, now, currently, it's a combination of walleyes and saugers, a limit of eight fish, and up to four maybe walleyes. So, and then there's obviously the slot limit. But uh, the proposed regulation would change the winter regulation to the same as the open water regulation which is a combined limit of six fish in which four can be walleyes. So in the spring, it would go from catch and release only on that rainy river and uh, the you know channels there in the spring. And, and then also in the wintertime, it would go from eight fish to six fish. So again, it's going down. And like you said, we keep getting uh, everything raised up and we're, and we're getting – less we can take home. And I'm not saying, you know, we need to hog all the fish, but at the same time, it's one of those things that it, it's, for me anyway, it is kind of, I guess, uh, a nice uh, going home present to know that, hey, you know, at least I got to keep a couple of fish. Well, yeah, I mean, you buy a license for deer hunting, you buy a license for pheasant hunting, you're going you're gonna to want to go out and shoot the game. That's why you're buying the license. So you buy a fishing license, well, pretty soon, you can't keep nothing. Why the hell you buy a license? I mean, why would you go do it? I mean, pretty soon you won't be able to keep keep any sunfish. You won't be able to keep any any crappies. Well, they, they, if nobody buys license, who's going to pay their fees? Yeah. Well, they say the changes, uh, the reasoning behind it, uh, anything from fewer male walleyes to uh, less mature mature walleyes to. Uh, They've been monitoring the estimated populations of saugers and creel surveys and harvest levels and hours fished, and they have all these formulas. You know, that's that's another thing. You know, if you I said it a couple shows earlier, if you have an estimated number to start your equation, you're going to get an estimated number to end your equation, and you're not going to get a complete, uh, accurate number. And those numbers. As as somebody that uh, can do some decent math in my head and all that good stuff, uh, the numbers just don't add up in some of these cases. And well, you, you know, last year the gal, one of the gals from the DNR, was doing a water temperature survey. So she comes at the resort, she puts it in the channel that 
the water's stagnant. It doesn't move there. I mean, well, the water temperature naturally is going to be real warm there. It's a mucky bottom. So, and, and, and she does it right off the boat ramp, which there's you know, a cement ramp there, so it heats up. So she does a water temperature deal. Well, she thinks because it's a reading there, but because she was doing a, doing a study for whatever. Well, it's just like you're, you're going to go lay in the middle of 169 when it's 100 degrees out, or are you going to go lay under the shade tree? Do the fish move when the water gets warm? <laughs> they move. They don't stay there. But, you know, then they'd figure how many fish are dead and this and that. That's a bunch of hogwash. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to end it on that. I'm sure we'll be discussing this, but uh, make sure you keep an eye on that. And if you want to uh, get your input in, go to the DNR website and uh, sound off on that Lake of the Woods uh, proposed uh, management plan because it definitely is important. That's going to do it for this episode of Outdoor Adventures. Thanks for checking in. Check us out on Facebook as well. Black Republican, Black Democrat. They are coming up next at the top of the hour. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. Love it. We'll talk to you here next week. See ya.